this is Post Credit Brews. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. And I'm John. And on today's episode, uh, it is the highly anticipated Nicktoons episode that we've been talking about doing for a while. Uh, we had a bit of like a filler week, really. You know, nothing too new came out. Not too many people were clamoring for us to do Cry Macho, so we figured we'd just do a Nicktoons episode. Is that going to go to the blog, or is that going to be like a future episode? We might do that as a future episode. Okay. Depends. Yeah. See what, the bru- see what the producers think. Yeah, yeah. But Nicktoons, you're right. We've been talking about doing this for a long time. I think this is as hyped up as the Holy Trilogy was for us. Yeah, maybe... Th- yeah, I think we might have more people asking for this episode than than that one. So this will be fun. Yeah. Do uh, Do you want to introduce our beer today, John? Sure. So I have our beer. It is from the Chamonix Creek. Uh, have we done anything from the Chamonix Creek? Or oh yeah, I, I think our first episode was a Chamonix Creek beer. Possibly, yeah. I know we've done like John from them, and I think that was the first episode we did. Yeah. Okay. But we haven't done many from the Shiny Creek, mm-hmm. which I'm surprised at because that's like if you talk about like a local Philly beer, like that's the first thing that comes to mind for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big, big brewery around here. Yeah, so the one we have from them is the Philly Pucker. It's a dry hopped sour ale, coming in at five point five percent, and again from the Shamity Creek in Croydon. And I mean, this one definitely caught my eye for Nicktoons. I mean, I'm sure there's some kind of Nickelodeon beer out there. Um, something on Rugrats or Bikini Bottom Stout. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's a legitimate. I'm sure there, there's probably something out there, but this one just caught my eye just for the can. You've got this gorilla, kind of in Philly, but just the art style is definitely like a cartoon. You know what this reminds me of? A, the show that comes to mind, at least, Kablam. I was thinking that too. Kablam. Okay. Wait, was that was the one with uh, like the action figures, right? There was a couple different things. A couple different skits, but I think the action figures one was the actually nail. I think that was like the the big thing. Weren't they all? I mean, this this is the episode today. Weren't they all like chilling on like a toilet seat or something? I think that's. I think it's. Sounds about right. A toilet seat was definitely frequented in that show for sure. Yeah, because I think like some like they you would always get like flushed down it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What was the? uh, Didn't they have like a show that was like? Like, oh, 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 cartoon, oh, what a cartoon, or... Where that might have like, been it. Where they would, like, test... I think Kablam came from that. Okay. But it was, like... I, f- I forget, but, but it was, like, it would show, like, just a five-minute clip of... Like, I know the Fairly Odd Parents came from that. That's mm-hmm. how that, that was created. But, yeah. Like, this looks like... This is this can, I think, is something that kind of have mm-hmm. appeared on that. Yeah. So they would test out, like, different cartoons on there, it sounds like. Yeah. Let yeah. me see. I, I want to find the name for that. So I'm trying to think, guys. We got a lot of a lot of ground to cover tonight. So do we just want to crack this sucker open and uh oh, oh yeah, cartoons. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, we definitely gotta get the show rolling because you're right. We do have a lot to talk about with this. Oh yeah. All right, and we got a can tonight. You know, I'm I'm glad that we finally we have cans again because the last time we did a bottle, like the feedback we got was really negative. Mm-hmm. People were angry. It almost got canceled, right? People were trying to. I don't. I don't know. I mean, they're not gonna stop us. Mm-mm. Nothing stops this train. Cheers. Cheers. Wake up while it's cold, ladies. That's really good. Sour. That's a sour. Yeah. 
Oh, this is an ale, so yeah, like it's not like when you drink an, an IPA. It's not. It's not like an IPA when you drink it, it you can just taste the hops right away. Like mm-hmm. you can smell it right away that yeah. it's something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I usually like the sours. I think this is a little more subtle, but it's probably not really as much fruit. I think when you think sour, you're automatically get a fruit, which you don't really get here. But I kind of I like that. I also feel like when you think sour, and maybe it's just sour monkey from Victory on my mind, but like usually, I mean that's a heavier beer. Like this is a little lighter. You can tell it's a sour, but it's five point five. Yeah, it's going down really smooth. It's kind of reminds me of the beer we had last week, the the lemon one we got from Yards. Mm-hmm. Oof, forgot about that. That was so like good. That. that was just lemonade. Yeah. <clears throat> Dangerous beer. So what what bridge do we have this little ape thing? Is that the Benjamin Franklin Bridge? Looks like he's crossing. I think so. I think so, too. That's yeah. my interpretation. It looks... You see Ben, you know, William Penn right there. You got that Philly skyline, yeah. A nice baseball. Like, you know it's Philly, but it's not too in your face. Like, it didn't need to throw pretzels on there or, you know, anything of that nature. Oh, I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, you can tell, like, just that little, like, center city skyline, but that's about it. And the bridge. Where do you think he's going, Dave? On this bridge? Mm Mm-hmm. Probably to the set of um, Sandler's new movie, Hustle. <laughs> yeah, he's rushing to get there. <laughs> you were just saying the, it's, the news has, like, they show maps of, like, the streets that Sandler closed off in Philly. Yeah, like, you'll see graphics on, like, the morning news. It's, like, it's these six, like, streets are, like, closed off for, yeah, filming. All I'm saying is that this movie better deliver after all, like, the hype that it's getting. I feel like it will. Yeah. And And thank Christ that he did not put that... I can't even say my feelings on the air. Ben Simmons. Thank God he's not in that movie. Oh, you don't want Ben Simmons. He is the biggest piece of shit (laughs) in the world. Carson's going to be in it, right? Carson can go. No, no. Carson? No Carson. So, Ben Simmons, Simmons, get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. Get the fuck out of this city. Does any team want him? Nobody wants him. Yeah. You know what pisses me off about him is that he made that claim. Well, he made that statement that it's not his job to up his trade value, yet you shoot thirty percent from the line. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, dude, that it—that's what you get paid to do. Yeah, he's he's gonna get fouled by our by the Sixers mercilessly. Oh, I cannot wait for traded. the. I I I don't care how much the tickets cost. The first home game that he comes back to, oh, I'm definitely buying it. That oh place God. is gonna be roaring. Yeah, like he he, you don't you don't do that in this city. Where do you see him going? I see him going to either Portland or the Rockets. Okay. I've seen a lot of rumors that, like, there's, like, thoughts that, like, there's going to be, like, a trade deal with him and Maxi together. I think they're repped by, like, the same agency. They are, or... yeah. No, you got to keep Maxi. It's like one of our best players, one of our worst players. Because <laughs> I saw something, like, they were pulling Maxi from, like, events, like, throughout the city. Now, but just today on Instagram, they posted he was at whatever their, you know, I guess their starting camp. He was mm-hmm. there. Like, and they yeah, put him and on he was picture. at, um, at 97.5 The Fanatics Fan Fest on Saturday down okay. at the stadium. I know too. he threw the first pitch, like, a month ago at a Phillies game. Yeah. So, hopefully. They I think he's live. staying. I think you, you got to. I mean, if it's between him and Thibault going, you got to get rid of Thibault. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you got to keep Tyrese Maxey. Keep him. Yeah. After the way he played in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's I, not showing up in Hustle, though. Maxey is. 
Maxi is? Okay. Yeah, it's Maxi, Tobias Harris, Seth Curry. Doc Rivers is going to be in it. Holy chips. Oh, we got a little sidetracked. Um, what would you give this on our grading yeah. scale of one to five brews? I think I'm going to go with a three and a half with this one. I Three and a half is fair. Yeah, I think I would go with that. I'm not like over the moon about this, but it's it's good. Yeah, I, th- I think I'd go four on this one. Four? I do okay. Like it. Mm. All it's right. a different kind of sour. Yeah. A little subtler. Yeah, I definitely would recommend this one. It could have done smoother than I think the last one we did mm. uh, last week. And I, I think what we have to say... Wait, you think this is smoother than last week? I was going to say, I week? think last week's smoother. I think this is going a little bit smoother. All right. God, last week. They were good. Straight so, lemonade. It was good. but Dangerous, <laughs> right? And just our normal PSA here at Pro Square Brews. Don't drink and drive. Mm-hmm. All right. So Nickelodeon. Uh, Nick Tunes, guys. Can any of you take a guess of when this network aired on TV for the first time? I want to say like mid-80s. Late, I think I want to say late, like late 70s, right? 1979. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. I did watch, what was that documentary, The Orange Years? Yeah. I watched that a while ago in preparation for this episode. Mm-hmm. Focuses a lot more on um, just like the network in general. Like it doesn't really highlight, I think you get a lot about Rugrats and you get a little bit, I think, about Doug and Ren and Stimpy. They, because those are the first three. Yeah, they really like focused on, like I guess they were like their flagship cartoons right. from the beginning. And, and I feel like like they're so different. Like all like three they, of those, if you're going to start off like they definitely are. Yeah. Um. And that that documentary is on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Or it was when I watched it. You yeah. know what's interesting about the network though? It was like commercial free, no advertisements until at least 1984. Mm. So for a solid like five years, mm-hmm. it was just programming. It wasn't okay. anything. It started like, with a lot of educational. Like, yeah. It took a while for it to get. But it was like. It was very, at least from what I remember from that documentary, it was like very like unique. Like they were like trying like different things that like things like like PBS and stuff weren't doing. Right. Um, I think like the biggest thing where kind of Nickelodeon developed its identity was like it just decided to like market to the kids, like give the mm-hmm. kids what they want. Yeah, and you see that in a lot of their early game shows and oh, yeah. Double Dare and all those kinds of things. I think they even like spoke about like just the color orange, just like the fact that they like marketed like. Just with that, like, you know, I guess that wasn't, like, people's favorite color back then or anything. But even, like, if you look at, like, some of, like, the toys, like, I don't think I, like, I never had this. But there was just a toy with, like, it was a giant nose. And, like, boogers came out of it, I think. Oh. And that was, like, just, that was, like, a Nickelodeon toy. Like, they had, like, weird things like that. Yeah. Yeah, they were definitely different. Slime. That was, Yeah, it was, like, the orange and the slime were, like, their two biggest, like, identifiers. Yeah. Do you ever have slime, Dave? No. No. You know what that's made of? Like we'll slime? Do you know that like if people got like slimed on the gland, they got like a little bonus? It was like an extra 25 to $50 in their paycheck. Do they keep, like, do they keep it or? a secret what the slime is? That, that kind of like vaguely, I don't know if I'm making that up or... I think I remember they were like, it was like a secret, like what they... Yeah. yeah. I do know that the creators of Ghostbusters were like really pissed off about it. Oh. That the concept of it... They thought, yeah... I thought that they'd stole their idea from it's them. Stolen it. Different things. I'm trying to think of though for those cartoons, Dave. Do any of those like Doug, Rugrats, Ren, and Stimpy? Does like one of them stick out to you? Well, I think I know Ren and Stimpy was one of the the most popular ones of all of them. Mm-hmm. Just because of how radical it was. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it was like very like adult, but it, it was, was very like adult. On. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was, watching it. I was never a big fan of Brandon Snippy. I mean, yeah, I never got the hype from it. I also feel like we were pretty young. Like I don't. It was like Rugrats appealed to us a lot more than a show like Ren and Stimpy. Oh, I mean the, it's Rugrats are on, are on nail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean it's revived oh. through Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, yeah. And, I mean Nickelodeon. I mean, Doug, I like Doug. I remember watching a few of Doug. Yeah, Doug was like with Disney at one point too, right? I think like late '90s, it went from like yeah Nick to Disney, and I think Disney even like did like a Doug movie or something. I think Doug's first movie was a a Disney product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they they changed everything with that show, like voices and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. I think the theme songs are different. Oh yeah, like Nickelodeon had their theme song and Disney had theirs. Mm-hmm. Patricia Mayonnaise. Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> Yeah, I never really watched Doug. Nickelodeon was yeah. so good with like, like, the little innuendos and like names and stuff like that. I'm thinking like Patty Mayonnaise, mm-hmm. Bikini Bottom, Dude, yeah, Sandy Cheeks. Jeez, <laughs> that's a whole. No- we do a whole another episode on like innuendos and SpongeBob. Oh my god, like, you know, <laughs> right? But no, Ren and Stimpy. You know, I I think they tried redoing or tried rekindling the flame with that when they made Angry Beavers. Okay. So let's let's look. We we have our notes here. So all right. So Ren and Stimpy premiered in ninety one. It says, and then Angry Beavers was ninety seven. So yeah, like similar, same around time. You know, um, I don't ever remember being really into Angry Beavers. I like a lot of these like nineties ones. Like I late nineties I remember, but like Angry Beavers, Rocco's Modern Life, like those cartoons. I don't ever remember like really being hooked on. Yeah, these were all by the same. Producing company Klasky Chapo. Mm-hmm. I think I'm saying that right. Okay. They always had like the, the funky art designs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like, they yeah. were they were Rugrats too. Yeah, they were big with. Rugrats. I know, like they were with Rugrats. I know the way they did their Im- imaging. It was like one shot angles, and you, you remember how you see like the they would do lo- lots of angles from like the floor looking to the ceiling, and mm-hmm. like they they were. It looked like an acid trip. Yeah. Like, some of the animation that they did but they, it, it was so groundbreaking because it was never seen before yeah they mastered like that like straight shot before like true detective made it cool right <laughs> right <laughs> you're following tommy pickles throughout the whole house it's like single shot like grandpa boris yeah. <laughs> walk around the house can you imagine that in mcconaughey and true detective but it's like tommy pickles just running around <laughs> that's i'm sure that's all somebody can make that on tiktok i'm sure <laughs> just going through the house <laughs> hard but we were laughing about the the grandparents and the rugrats to get off the air uh the boris and uh because like the anti-defamation Dee Dee group was like complaining about the rugrats saying that uh Didi's immigrant parents mm-hmm. minka and boris were jewish stereotypes they were saying yeah ah uh, you know I, I think a lot you can dig a lot in like some of these cartoons you know with sure. things like that yeah but I think, like, we're kind of just jumping all over the map with this episode. And I, I mean, we have, like, the list of shows that we want to talk about. But, like, kind of on our Rugrats did right now. Yeah, we can, we can talk about Rugrats. I mean, Rugrats went from, let's look at this. Rugrats went from 91 to 2004. Um, That's a long run. You know, I, it is a long run. I, I think after, like, Rugrats in Paris, a lot of people sort of fell off them. You know? I don't they're like you're laughing the rugrats are stuck in paris and you're laughing yeah that's a great <laughs> meme yeah 
That's a but great one. I definitely remember the first movie more than the second one. Mm-hmm. But the second one was still pretty good. I always remember that like emotional scene of like Tommy and Dill crying in like the tree bark mm-hmm. in the rain in yeah. the first one. The second movie was more about Chucky. More about Chucky. And Regret's going wild. I don't get oh. that the combo on there. Did you go and see that movie in theaters? I think we did, yeah. You see, we went, but we didn't get the Scratch and Sniff cards. They ran out. So oh. we just watched the movie just like, but the because they would pop up like, oh, Scratch and Sniff mm-hmm. now. And... But you see, it's weird stuff like that that Nickelodeon did. Like, Disney wouldn't like do something like that. Nickelodeon would be like, yeah, like, like smell this card while you're watching this movie. <laughs> I mean, I think it goes without saying, like, you knew you were about to watch an OG when you had an orange cassette tape. Orange cassette tapes, yeah, like Harriet the Spy, Rugrats, yeah. I can still remember, like, the previews for the Rugrats, because I'd had the ad for the Nicktoons in the beginning of it, mm-hmm. with, like, that whole song, and I know it was, like, Avril Monsters, Rugrats, they promoted two others. All of them. Maybe Doug, I think it was Doug, Doug was one of them. Were you guys into Avril Monsters? I had an episode of that all in the morning of uh, your bachelor party. Really? Yeah, Did were you down there when I was watching it, Dave? Maybe not. Where at? I had, uh, the, the night we slept, the night, the morning of Matt's bachelor. Party. Oh yeah, yeah. You and I played it. Yeah. Yeah. Was it was that on Paramount Plus? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, probably almost all these you can watch on there. That ran from '94 to '97, so it didn't have like a super long life like some of these do. But that was such like a dark, like even just like I don't even think I finished that first episode, but like that was such like a dark cartoon, like compared to what you think of a lot of the other like. Mm-hmm. The color palette of a lot of their other shows, like it's just very like different. Yeah. And while we were talking, like I got the intern to look up the ingredients of the slime, like you guys asked for it. Get ready. All right. So it's two cups of oatmeal. Okay. Three cups of applesauce. Four cups of vanilla pudding, and three to four drops of color, uh, green food coloring. That's disgusting. I don't want anybody to throw that on me. <laughs> Why oatmeal? Yeah, oatmeal. <laughs> I guess to like keep the structure and not make it so runny. Why? Why are we talking? <laughs> We're really analyzing this. All right, let, let let's jump back into these cartoons. So Rugrats, fan of. You know, when I look at these last '90s ones, the ones that stick out to me the most are Hey Arnold, Cat Dog, and Wild Thornberries, and SpongeBob. All right, a lot of them do. <laughs> I'm going down this list. SpongeBob, Rocket Power. So there, there's a lot we can like, break What was down. like the group after the first three? So you got. Let's see. Okay, Ro- well, just really Rocco's Modern Life and Our Real Monsters. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Rocco's Modern Life has a lot of fans. Yeah. I, I'm not too familiar. Was there rumors that that was coming back to Netflix? There's a movie for it. So they're doing like a special or something. I think it came out almost two years ago. Yeah, it's on there. And then Hey Arnold. I mean, I think. Hey Arnold is definitely in my top three. That's probably my favorite. Hey Arnold's great. Yeah. Just like some of those characters. Just the concept, like, like the shit that those nine-year-olds could do in that, like, in that world. I thought it was a little more, like, a little more of, like, an adult Arthur. Like, it was still a kid show. Yeah. But I felt like they did more, it wasn't as aimed at kids as Arthur was, you Mm know? I mean, it got great when... I mean, they def- I definitely feel like I remember more of the later episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comeback Wayne. Comeback. Yeah. <laughs> I was like the one where uh, Harold and Helga get like left behind when they go to the chocolate factory. And then they like wind up at like a wrestling match like <laughs> <Yeah>. later on. <laughs> the, um, 
Uh, the, the one where the school floods is good, too. Mm-hmm. The school flooding is good. And Sid takes over the dodgeball duty. Oh, yeah. And he takes over the school. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, it's a good one. And this is one of the later ones I know you're talking about, John. Remember the one where, I don't know if it was, like, a nightmare for Arnold or something, but he goes to that town, and it's, like, all these, like, uh, like different, like, interpretations of, like, Helga and, like, different interpretation of, like, Eugene. And do you remember that? I remember that one. It was, like, some, like, country town he goes to. <laughs> Isn't like his cousin's like a, I a, think so. A hick. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, two, and like Lila's obsessed with it with him. Mm-hmm. Two really good ones. Uh, Mister Wynn is the country singer, and yes, uh, the one where Oscar is to watch the baby. Oh, <laughs> those are two of the best. <laughs> Mister Kakashka. That's the thing with that show is like there was like all the stuff with Tell the like, kids. Talk about like profiling. But also the tenants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. yeah, the tenants were good. Susie, make me a sandwich. Right, we're going down the rabbit hole. Remember the uh, stuck on the subway? Yes. Was that yeah, the that first was... episode? No. no. It was. It was like one of the earlier ones, though. It feels like yeah. Nickelodeon would do a thing, and I don't know if they only did it the one year or when, but uh, they. I I remember on Thanksgiving they would play like the first yeah. episode. It might have been on hood clips or something, but it was like the grandpa. <laughs> And he's like going up like down the street with these like two like girls and it's just like the caption was just like how's this motherfucker not canceled? <laughs> you ever see that? That sounds familiar. He's like short round, I got a day. <laughs> no, but Nickelodeon would do a thing where I, I I and I remember they did it on Thanksgiving. They would play like the first the pilot of each of their cartoons, which oh, was that's pretty cool. cool. Because I think the Hey Arnold pilot was they were doing some kind of play about like fruit or food, mm. and I remember it's like I think Arnold was a uh, it was a banana. Gerald was, a, was a, stra- a banana. Strawberry and Arnold, Arnold was, was a banana. banana. Yeah, and okay. they got stuck on the bus in their costumes. That's about a weird looking banana. His head was vertical, and the bananas. I think that was yeah. I think that was funny. It was like yeah, <laughs> and then it like pointed at the top. <laughs> Good yeah. Hey Arnold definitely. Top, top Nicktoon. Uh, what about the one when they drop the, the hand wash down the sewer and they gotta go find the sewer king? Oh yeah. And go all, all that mayhem just to go back and like the the grandpa has like a whole drawer full of them. Mm-hmm. And Stupid Arnold just walks out like, "Where are you going, son?" He's like, to "Going to reflect on the choices I've made in my life." Oh. Uh, yeah. But that was like what was cool about Hey Arnold was like, for like how ridiculous it was. It was very like you said mature and adult mm-hmm. for. What else was on programming? Yeah, it can get cartoony. I mean, you had, you know, Hey Arnold, you know, right next to, like, Spongebob. You, you can't really compare them, but, like, Spongebob, a little more cartoony. Hey Arnold, it was a little more grounded, but... His room was really cool. He did His room cool was room. cool. Yeah, that was a cool room. And then they, they made a Hey Arnold movie. I don't... I, I, I don't I'm, think I've ever seen it. I feel like I saw it a while ago, but it didn't really, like, stick with me or anything. That's something to do with the like, FBI agents. I I do know that. Something, yeah. They did that one like special, like where's Arnold's parents? Remember that? Yeah, that was like late too. And they were like in the jungle, I think. Something. I think like, they, they did were... something recently within the last like three yeah. or four years. Some. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it almost felt like what they did with like Andrew Garfield's parents and like the Amazing Spider-Man movies felt like Hey Arnold's parents. <laughs> say what you want to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's still an emotional scene, like like that post credit scene. 
when he sees his father at the, at the graveyard. Right. Wait, which one's that? The Amazing Spider-Man Two. When when Garfield sees when he sees his father, he like faked his death. You never saw that. I, very forgettable. Was that the post-credit scene? Yeah. What's say what you want to say. Really? Huh? Really? <laughs> I'm look that up. Not that I don't believe you. No, no. I mean, that was such a forgettable movie. I don't even think I wanted to stay for the post-credit scenes. But I, again, I didn't I, know I, Keaton was in. I can picture. Morbius. I can picture the actor that played his dad. Yeah. Here it is. Is it like a deleted scene or? Maybe it's deleted. I don't know. Is there a deleted scene with Shailene Woodley as MJ? No, there's pictures. They never I remember played. seeing pictures, yeah. I, sort of, I would have much rather seen this as the end of the movie than the shit with Rhino. Yeah, wait, how did... What was the post credit scene for this movie? I don't know that the, Wikipedia doesn't say that there was one. Yeah. I know that the last scene was, it, was when Edric Gwen's dad, like, he went missing for a while. And, like, the first thing he shows up is when the kid, like, puts on this, the suit again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it did something. It, um, the stuff I'm looking at now, I guess they're old articles. I guess it looks like they did something for X Men. Amazing Spider. Like I guess just like a tease for like Days of Future Past. All right. All right. Hey Arnold, we want to jump into SpongeBob now. What do we want to do? Let's see where are we at. Let's talk about Rocket Power. All right. I think Rocket Power is one of those shows that anytime I watched it, I legit sit on my couch and be like I need to get outside I need to get off this couch yeah it made you want to like do some type of activity but also I want to know what Raimundo's financial situation was to be able to afford all that fucking shit for those kids like skateboards and snowboards and I mean maybe waveboards and like maybe that yeah and and every episode they almost like seem like they break one each episode and the next one they have one again maybe that snack bar he was money laundering the short shack the restaurant yeah I always felt like that was like like, that looked so cool kind of reminds me like Ocean City New Jersey a little bit Mm -hmm. the short shack short shack yeah I guess this was probably supposed to be like California right yeah 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 I think this the town's called Ocean Shores Mm -hmm. like very generic name Ocean (laughs) Tito (laughs) he was good yeah the Squid. ancient Hawaiians. Squid. Yeah, so who's the crew? It was Otto. Otto, okay. Twister, Reggie, and Sam. Better Sam. known as Twister. Yeah. There's some good side characters in that show, too. Like Lars. It was Lars. <laughs> that was Twister's brother, right? Twister's brother. Yeah. Then there was the kid with the with the mask. Oh, yeah. Which was obviously like a, a play on Chocolate Boy from uh, Hey Arnold. Okay. I got to refresh myself on Rockabout. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I remember Lars. I don't remember the kid with the mask. It was like a scary mask. I can picture it. Okay. Reggie had friends, Tish, and someone else. And then they had like the the two nosy neighbors, M- Miriam and mm-hmm. and whoever, whoever the guy's name was. Something. Squid hung around them a lot, right? Squid? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Squid was Sam. He was part of the, the original crew. Right. Mm-hmm. But he was like, didn't he hang around with those neighbors a lot? Yeah, I think so. I was, yeah, I feel like I remember that being a part of it. Squid. That was another one of those shows that, like, broke the boundaries of, like, racial identities. There was, like, blue people and pink people and all different, different colored people. colors. <laughs> a lot of different hair colors in that one. Yeah. Now, are you upset they never did a Rocket Power Cat Dog crossover episode? I was just going to say, we're... Something with like rancid rabbit and Tito interaction. Rancid rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, th- that's a good segue into cat dog. 
<laughs> Winslow Longfellow. I do remember. I, I remember Cat Dog a little more than I remember Rocket Power. <laughs> Cat Dog was bizarre. Cat Dog's maybe a little more fresh in our minds. You guys had a the great Airsoft Fatty sing that in a cameo for me. Yeah, for your birthday. He he didn't. I don't know. He went off the rails a little bit on the end. Yeah, he didn't good. know the words. He stuck yeah. to it. That was a catchy theme song, though. If I remember it. Mm-hmm. One fine My day, day with a wolf, wolf and a purr. The baby was born. I think it's a little stir. I think they did an episode where it was like a special where like cat dog finds out who their parents are or something. Maybe I'm thinking of another show. I don't know. Was it on Pornhub? <laughs> I don't think so. You think it's cat or dog have a OnlyFans? Who is having that conversation? I feel like cat would do. I was going to say I feel like cat. Yeah. Whether or not the. <laughs> Content is X-rated or not? I think I think he'd go for either. Yeah, Rancid Rabbit might be on OnlyFans too. Well, Rancid Rabbit was the doctor, the dentist. Yeah, he was everything. The taco manager. He was everything in that town. So I would not be surprised if he did not have an OnlyFans account. <laughs> Look up a list of Rancid that, Rabbit's occupations. There was that whole crew too, that like the bullies. And while I can picture while them are. all, I can't remember their names. So before I. The, the ones, greasers, the one, right? the one, the, the one's greaser's so. name was Lube. How did they get away with that? <laughs> All right, so so rancid. This is the definition: smelling or tasting unpleasant <laughs> as a result of being old and stale. <laughs> and then rancid, <laughs> rancid rabbit occupations being searched right now. All right, I'm, I'm just going to read this off, guys. Rancid Rabbit is a stereotypical authority figure in the Nickelodeon animated series Cat Dog. He has multiple jobs, which includes police officer, lifeguard, prison guard, boss of various businesses, <laughs> principal, president, mayor, Egyptian pharaoh, <laughs> <laughs> doctor, TV host, contest judge, Taco Depot manager, store manager. Taco Depot. Rancid Rabbit. <laughs> Egyptian Pharaoh. Rancid Rabbit Appreciation Episode. <laughs> oh. That's actually a, a funny running gag. Yeah, that's a good... Cat Dog was a good example of, like, one of the... Just the crazy, like, Nickelodeon a weird, like, shows. Like, yeah. It didn't really... Like, it was what it's it was. It's one of those shows that just care. didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, like... It's way more enjoyable than, like, the crap that... Like, I feel like you'd see on there, like, today. But I also feel like it's, like, that was, like, their last, like, weird sort of, like, Rocco's Modern Life, yeah. Ah, Real Monsters cartoon. Because, like, when you look at some of the other things they do after that, whether it's, like, Rocket Power, As Told by Ginger, Wild Thornberries, like, it was a little more, yeah. But. It's one of those, it's one of those shows, kind of, in that mold, like, you just said it from all the ones. It's kind of in the same mold of the shows you just said. Where in the writer's room, once the blunt hit, the pen hit. <laughs> I mean, I think that's true for Wild Thornberries for sure. <laughs> I never liked this one. I never liked it at it all. It was just not, this is no. not one that I wanted to ever watch. But before we, we, we had to address one thing though. And I think I asked it a couple times on this podcast, but I'm still searching for the answer. How the fuck did the cat dog go to the bathroom? Who is having that conversation? I think we talked about it before. I think it just absorbs the f- whatever it eats, you know. I'm so you believe in the one cell organism theory? That's what, yeah. 
don't know. Was <laughs> was cow and chicken Cartoon Network's answer to cat dog? I think <laughs> cow and chicken was before. Oh, cat dog. I think that show was weird. Yeah, and baboon and weasel. Yeah, we could do a whole episode on Cartoon Network cartoons too. I feel I, I was always way more into the Nickelodeon ones. Yeah, I was never a big Cartoon Network guy. I, I mean, I, I liked the the line, the original lineup. It was like Curse, Cowboy Dog, and Ed, Ed and Eddie, and mm-hmm. Dexter's Laboratory, Johnny Bravo occasionally. Yeah, but I think that was the the extent that I watched. I never got into like the Adventures of the Grim Adventures, or whatever that one it was. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, I know what you're talking. About. I liked Johnny Bravo. They used to have a good lineup on Friday nights. I remember, like I remember when I was like young, they would be like Courage. Um, yeah, it would be like Courage, Johnny Bravo. Dexter's Lab, and then even like as I got a little older, like Codename Kids Next Door was like on their lineup. But I think the the actress that played the grandmother or someone in that show just passed away recently. It yeah, was tre- it was no, I think I know what you're talking about. It was yeah. trending for a little bit. Yeah, Courage was not to get into all these cartoon networks, but Courage the Cowardly Dog was an acid trip. Yeah, that was a bizarre, bizarre show. <laughs> so if that's if Courage is the product of edibles, what is the Wild Thornberries the product of? Exotic edibles, <laughs> beaver tranquilizers, bath salts, bath salts. So the premise of Wild Thornberry. So what is it? She like some like deadbeat parents shaman. that take their family on a on a is it a, a convoy? A convey? They're in like a big RV or a something. A big RV, yeah. Do they and just travel the world and look at animals and stuff like that. Do they explain how she has her power. So I know the theme song for this show was her like explaining everything. Yeah. Some like. Remember shaman guy in the jungle like oh. gives her powers or something yeah this one never really excited me and this i know this one had a movie too I f- but i never saw it. i feel like they push this cartoon a lot and like it was that ne- whenever you talk to people about like nicktoons it was never like wild thornberries is my favorite you know i forgot that she taught the animals that that's how little i i really cared about this there show there you go you know now yeah. Man, her, her parents are up there with like Liam Neeson. It's like worst parents ever to let her Nigel's child go out to see a a shaman in the Nigel jungle. <laughs> Nigel's like an icon there now. Yeah, he's ever <laughs> Tim Curry. Man's still doing well, right? He's kicking. I think we, we he's talked not, about he's not, him. He's not episodes. well, but I know he's kicking still. We talked about him like early on in this show. I think. Yeah. No, I wasn't a big fan of Wild Thornberries. Nah, no. Nah. Let's see. So Wild Thornberries was September. I, I guess like Donnie and Darwin were kind of funny. I guess if I had to pick out standout characters, mm-hmm. and I, I think Debbie was probably a really good image of like the American teenager. She was always angry. Yeah. Now I guess the next one is a big one. Unless anyone needs to say anything more about Angry Beavers, we pretty <laughs> much covered everything up until this point. Yeah. No. <clears throat> well, the next one is obviously a major one. It's SpongeBob SquarePants, May 1999. Still on today. I think that's a problem. I mean, I have not yeah. watched it in years, so I don't really I, know what the new... I, I remember when I was kind of growing up, like the newer episodes were not as good as like older. And I think you made the point when you said once the movie came out, the shows just kind of went downhill. I, was it for Doug or one of the ones we were talking about earlier? I think once Rugrats, the Sponge, I think I think yeah, once the SpongeBob movie Paris, came yeah. out, mm-hmm. and when they started changing the voice around, where now SpongeBob sounds like he got kicked in the nuts on top of having that squeaky voice. Mm-hmm. 
and just the animation alone, which was a little more updated. Got a it, little brighter. It just got... I think they put a few pants on SpongeBob. Possibly. Yeah. But the original SpongeBob was hilarious. First few, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would say after that first movie came out in 2004, like everything after kind of dipped. But... No, yeah, those earlier episodes, even the first season, just was that first episode, the, uh, what are they called? Nematodes? No, he, he, he calls them something, Mr. Krabs, like, he, like, I don't know if he calls them nematodes, but Is that the, the smell? Yeah. Smells. Smelly. <laughs> a sort of smelly smell that smells. Anchovies, that's smelly. what he said. Anchovies. <laughs> Yeah. The nematodes ate SpongeBob's house. I remember that. And then they just like crowd like the crusty crabs, like massive like waves. And SpongeBob's making making them all pay instead of sounds of Tiny Tim. Right. What a what a weird. Again, I mean, we we always I keep going back to this, but just like, I mean, Disney would never do a cartoon like just the weirdness of like yeah like Tiny Tim playing while SpongeBob is like slinging burgers. To a bunch of, like, anchovies. Or the fact that burgers are being made underwater. Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff that happened underwater <laughs> in that show. But, yeah, I mean, you had SpongeBob. Um, Mr. Krabs was funny. I always liked Krabs. And, you know, you had Patrick and Squidward. And Plankton. Plankton. Plankton has some good episodes, too. I think we've, it's such an iconic show. We've talked about this show a lot on our podcast. My favorite scene in SpongeBob has to be the episode when SpongeBob is getting bullied by Flats in school. Mm-hmm. And he tells him, I want to kick your butt. And he's sitting in, in the toilet of his school, just contemplating, like, what am I going to do? Like, this guy's going to kick my ass. Like, what the hell am I going to do? And then he hears the door rattle in the bathroom. And he goes, oh, my God, someone's coming. He's getting closer. I just gotta act natural, and then you just see like the uh, one of like, the side like fish characters open up the door to the the stall, and it's just like a real sponge floating in like a cartoon toilet, and the guy just goes, "Oh, that's real nice," <laughs> and just shuts the door. <laughs> I lose it every time I see. That. that is a good. That's a funny scene. <laughs> yeah, there were just like funny moments like that in SpongeBob. Which one was yours? Similar to yours, I, I I've shared this story many times. My favorite is always, it's the one where Sandy wants to do like all those extreme sports with SpongeBob, and SpongeBob just can't do it. He's like too tired. So like Sandy's like running around like the town trying to find SpongeBob, and like I mean it's a cartoon, so you, you give it a break for this. But like she's lifting up like buildings, <laughs> and she lifts up the one building, and it's just like this like adult fish and like a kid's like wearing like kids clothes with like a tricycle and he's just like i can explain <laughs> both of those are like regular sound bites on this podcast yes yeah. <laughs> oh my god i forgot how funny I, i'm trying to i can't think of like a specific moment but I, I forgot about how funny the episode was where sandy's hibernating <laughs> and they're like in her toe <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah what is it they're supposed to be like watching it right like I think so. Yeah. What was the they one with the, butter, with the butterfly, too? And it always cut away to, like, the close-up of, like, the butterfly. Oh, that one's good, too, yeah. It's, like, Sandy's, like... No, that... Sandy, like, goes away. And SpongeBob and Patrick have to take care of, like, her pet wormy. And then it, like, turns into a butterfly, and they're, like, all, like, freaked out. <laughs> I just thought of when you're talking about the, the woman they go extreme. Mm-hmm. 
they do a play on the the phrase needle in a haystack and they're looking for a, a piece of hay in the in a, in a stack of needles oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's so many good i mean the alaskan bullworm that's a good one <laughs> band geeks classic uh, oh, band geeks is great yeah there's one that's on free like Remember the one with the paper? It was just a piece of paper that he's obsessed with. I have to think. It's what? like it's an episode that's not played too often. It's like okay. It's like two of two on the episode with the Valentine's Day episode. Mm-hmm. I always remember that that was really I'm good. To think. You remember the one where uh, Mr. Krabs tries to be young again? That's the next. I was just gonna say the same. Thing. <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> the panty raid. Yeah. What's the one? We with score the- here all the time, Krabs. <laughs> Eugene, what are you doing with my bloomers? <laughs> what's, what's the one where they're on the boat and it's the that's Mr. Krabs? Oh, shield cough. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the big clam. Yeah. What was that song, that some, that one meme we liked a few Mo, years Mo ago? Bamba. That was it. <laughs> he starts playing that. <laughs> you can't find that anywhere. There was one which just came to my mind that I can't. Anything with the flying Dutchman was always good. Dutchman was. I was thinking anything with plankton always like was a good episode. Well, I I, I thought you always like the moment. What's the one? It's like this is my lab. And it's uh, oh, that's great. Plankton takes over SpongeBob's mind and makes him go into the Krusty Krab in the middle of the night to grab a Krabby Patty and bring it back to the chum bucket to get the recipe. Mm. He's like walking him through his restaurant. Like this is my lab, and you just see like a golden retriever barking on the on the screen. And then this is my laboratory. <laughs> That's a good one. Whenever they like, they brought in like, I guess human like visuals elements, into it like yeah. that. Like I remember when good. the uh, was he like a genie or something like that? Like flying. Oh, oh, King Neptune. It was King Neptune. Okay. He comes in and he's like, SpongeBob, you come with me, and this could be you. And he opens up, open up the cloud, and it's the actor that plays SpongeBob in the shower. He's like, ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I was thinking of the Flying Dutchman one where, like, him and Patrick are in, like, some cell. And he's like, to get out of here, they have to go through the perfume. <laughs> so, like, who comes up with that stuff? <laughs> and then if we're talking about, like, you remember the one where they go on land? And it's oh, just, yeah. like, them on sticks. <laughs> Come on, squid. <laughs> you like, Pops, so ugly. It's like, what? Well, here we are. <laughs> The fry cook games. Fry cook games. Was the, was it, is it the same one as the one with the lab where it's like him and Mr. Krabs sing the song? Is it like without you? Oh, Mr. Krabs and Plankton had a bed back in college, I think, and about something. And mm. Plankton lost, which means he got SpongeBob as, as his cook. Right. It's just a greasy spoon without yeah. you. He's not giving up the recipe. Oh, Spongebob. They made a few movies, though. Like, it wasn't even just that 2004 one. I, I, that was the only one I saw, but I know... Yeah, I haven't seen... Patrick got a show on Paramount. Yeah, saw that, There's, yeah. like, another, like, ver- like a spinoff of this, I guess, where they're, like, kids at summer camp. That's on Paramount. For as good as that show was, or, I mean, it is, it's still on TV. It's still the most, like, saturated thing ever. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's such a money grab. Yeah. Any chance they get, they're going to... Uh, market that. I think I do remember 
like in the mid two thousands when I like was like stopping. Well, I wasn't watching these shows as much. I think I do remember like Nick just being very saturated with like SpongeBob. It was like SpongeBob this, SpongeBob oh, yeah. this. Like, do you guys think this is like the more like the bigger identifier for Nickelodeon or Rugrats? I think it's I think it's becoming this now. I think it's this, but I think I would rather want Nickelodeon to be known for Rugrats than this. I don't know. Yeah, I I I think I think it's this. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also like an identifier kind of like Rugrats was still on when I was growing up, but like I mean this is lasting yeah. so much longer. But granted I haven't seen it in years. But but I'm surprised it took this long to make any type of like spin-offs for SpongeBob though. Like I feel like it wasn't until they got like that Paramount Plus like streamer where yeah. Right. This is another example of one of those shows that just did not give a fuck. Yeah. Like Mr. Krabs' daughter was a whale. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. This is Puff. This is Puff. That was funny. <laughs> the episode when Mr. Krabs wants, wants to date Mrs. Puff. So I was like, oh no, she's single. It's like, what happened to Mr. Puff? And you just see like a, a, light, a light switch as a blowfish. <laughs> that was the movie, right? Where they're in like the antique shop. Like they're under the. Yeah, that was the movie. They're under like the lights. Oh, yeah. I know. That was just a quick cutscene, like right. In, in that episode when right the, you're thinking it something yeah but my mind went to that but that, what I'm thinking of was in the movie you're, the only yeah. thing worthy of that movie is David Hasselhoff David Hasselhoff I, I think I remember that first one wasn't like terrible it's not like a great I, movie I, but I liked the first movie yeah David yeah them riding on David Hasselhoff is like very memorable <laughs> though oh, easy back there boys <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not Alec Baldwin it's like the villain I think so yeah Scarlett Johansson's in that it's yeah Okay. Top voice talent. Well, we set our piece for SpongeBob. There's another one that's been coming. So they did SpongeBob, and then Rocket Power came out like right behind it. And then, um, I mean, their next one's definitely got a lot. Of, uh, it's been spoken a lot about on our podcast as of late. Uh, and the BS told by Ginger, <laughs> October 2000. Was that Klasky Chapo? Uh, maybe I think it uh, might have been, but like yeah. the, definitely like a different style for them. But mm-hmm. I feel like the hair, like the hair in that show, is very like minute. But like that kind of looked like how they did the others. So. I feel like you could tell this was definitely the same animation team that probably did like uh, Rocket Power, Rocket Power, yeah. and yeah, I, I, Wild Thornberry. I think it's, Cla- I think it's Klasky. Yeah, Rocket Power definitely was. So this probably was mm-hmm. too. But I mean, talk about I mean. You know, I know I mentioned, like, I feel like Hey Arnold did, like, adult themes, but it was still a cartoon. I feel like this did, like, adult themes, like, pretty heavily. Or, like, serious themes, you know? I, honestly, like, I remember liking this show. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely think it was geared a bit more towards girls, but <laughs> I, I, I like this one. Yeah. No, I, I think it was one of those, like, coming-of-age shows. But it was just animation. kind of like, like Hey Arnold. I don't think you see many t- uh, cartoons that, I guess, tackled serious... I guess storylines like bullying and oh yeah, there was always eyes, stuff going on with the eyes mom. and jars and dog stuff with dog the mom. barns and stuff. And like I that. even remember like there was there was a really sad like Christmas episode. I think I remember where like Carl like spends Christmas with like the dad who's like divorced from the mom. It's just, I mean that sounds familiar. You weren't seeing yeah. this stuff in like Rugrats. No, <laughs> like yeah. So what was it little little seal girl? <laughs> that was something. Little seal girl. It just came out what year? I think um, 2000. 2000. And yeah. this one probably went for like four or five years, maybe a little longer. 
It's set from 2000 to 2006. Okay. So I'll... 2006? So like I, said, I think I dipped from Nicktoons in like 2004, so I don't... Yeah. I remember Macy Gray did the theme song for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, theme song. we've talked about this show. We, we love the doghouse that Hoodsy and Carl have. Hoods, like, my mind was like... Like, Hoodsy was somewhere, like, deep in the recesses of my mind until that came up in the podcast. Mm. It was like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> it came in at the closing moments of our podcast, too. <laughs> Hoodsy. Now, you know who was even in the deeper recesses of my mind than Hoodsy? Mr. Licorice the Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I I agree with you, John. I do remember actually like watching episodes of this show and like liking it. You could tell it was geared more toward girls, but yeah. They would put it on I remember it was like the last thing right before the Nick I guess the teen Nick yeah. on Sundays. Linda I remember so it would be like that. the Brothers Garcia, the Nick News right. with Linda Ellerby. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could do a whole episode about Nick News with Linda Ellerby. Yeah, I think that's our next episode. This is a two-parter. <laughs> We're doing like a crime macho and Linda Ellerby combo <laughs> yeah. episode. We actually got Linda Ellerby like booked to come on and talk to us mm-hmm. about about El Macho. She'll talk. <laughs> Wait, so what is what was that Sunday? I remember that Brothers Garcia, Linda Ellerby. There's some other shows on there too. Wouldn't they? I think at one point they were doing, at one point they were doing Drake and Josh, right? Were they? On I, Sunday. Nights. I don't know. Maybe uh, it was like Caitlyn's Way. Wait, wasn't that on the Amanda show? No, no, no that was I, Moody's no, she Point. Was, she was like a, she was like a convict that like rode horses, right? <laughs> I was thinking Moody's Point. <laughs> Moody's Point was on the Amanda show. Yeah. <laughs> that loses a toe, and <laughs> the mom's just living in a hot air balloon. <laughs> Oh, does that constitute a Nicktoon? The Amanda Show? Drake and Josh? I, I don't think so. We could do a whole episode on those shows, too. Well, that's a whole different sector. That, that's like Teen Nick. You, you got like Keenan Kell, all that. Mm-hmm. You got um, The Avengers of P&P, Salute Your Shorts. Cousin Skeeter. That whole, yeah. I think Cousin Skeeter could be considered a cartoon. <laughs> Let's throw it in. That, but, does, does, cousin, does Cousin Skeeter stand up to and, a and also, like, 2021? And obscure questions, too. Cousin Skeeter. Cousin Skeeter Wait, might be wh- more. Who, of a, who fucked up? Who fucked a puppet? Cousin Skeeter. We might. <laughs> and need why more, is he not canceled? We might need more what? answers to that than cat dog. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wasn't Chef who Victor the, puppet the dad? And why isn't he canceled? He was. Chef Victor was the dad in Cousin Skeeter. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's very. Nobody really is asking questions about why there's just this puppet. Yeah. Wasn't there a whole thing like it's like Cousin Skeeter 2020 or something? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> My favorite shirt was like Dogs 2020, and at the bottom it said humans had their chance. <laughs> that's good, too. But no, I guess that Sunday lineup, it was, I think it was like Caitlin's Way, Buzz Garcia, Nick News with Linda Ellerby. Was, I think that's how it ended. Okay. I could I could definitely have seen this show on I think there. Unfabulous was there, but I think As Told by Ginger was like, like right before all that, though. All growing up on there? So, Zoe's 101 no, was probably no. on there. So or Zoe 101 mm-hmm. that was probably on Sundays. I could see that. I know. I, I actually like Zoe 101. I mean, as creepy as Dan Schlater is, he made good shows. He did all them, all that, and Drake and Josh, and he did, I do he remember Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel. I I do remember watching Nick in the, like the mid 2000s, mostly for Drake and Josh. <laughs> I remember liking that a lot. <laughs> Brothers Garcia revival straight to HBO Max. Are 
I might be crazy. Did I see something where they're made they doing going it? I don't think you're right. Was it like, on HBO Max? I was just joking. It might be for Paramount. No, like I, I, it's in the works. Like I don't think it's it didn't come out yet, but I think they're working on it. Just gonna read. Skeeter frequently causes mischief, which is often balanced out by Bobby having to correct the situation. No contact, just that he's his cousin. That's the only context. <laughs> cousin Skeeter. I think correct the situation would be going and preventing a human from fucking a puppet. <laughs> Dave, did you ever watch uh, Planet Sheen? No, I didn't even know there was a thing. <laughs> yeah, it was a show. Well, that's a cartoon, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. That's a, little, like, that's a little bit further down, right? That's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm thinking... Like, after SpongeBob, like, and Ginger, like, Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron and... The big ones. I like the Fairly Odd Parents a lot. Chalk Zone. Fairly Odd Parents was good. Chalk Zone. Yeah. I think that's such an underrated show. It was a bizarre show, I remember. I I think it was, like, shows like that and My Life as a Teenage Robot. I think when those shows started coming on, I think that's when I started losing, Mm -hmm. like, touch with actually watching uh, Nickelodeon. There was another one that I feel like Disney or Disney Nick kept trying to like push on us. It was like Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. That I remember flopped. never really being in into that. I like I, I like the concept of it, but it just didn't mm-hmm. work. I, I think that one had a lot of its fans, but I never really got into that one. Yeah. No. But Fairly Odd Parents for sure. That was. Yeah. I, I liked that, I liked Jimmy Neutron more than Fairly Odd Parents, but both were mm-hmm. good. And I felt like that was its own style too. Like I felt like Fairly Odd Parents, Danny Phantom. Life as a Teenage Robot kind of had the similar animation style. We're critiquing this like there are Oscar Oscar movies. <laughs> it's a great conversation. But I'm saying like I, I feel like like you saw like yeah like Rocket Power as told by Ginger like you could tell they were probably made from the same people. Danny Phantom, Fairly Odd Parents. It was very very similar. And I think it's around this time period when you you got I think what we coined the Canadian Invasion, where they just started playing these oh. random ass cartoons on nickelodeon yeah like the list we have like i don't think has like like some of them them aren't on here but some of them are pelswick pelswick (laughs) (laughs) your reaction just says it all it's my dad the rock star my dad the rock you see and and they always came on either like seven in the morning when you're getting ready for school (laughs) or they came on you came right from school i remember it used to be like four o'clock four thirty it would be on nick like pelswick was always on at like seven a.m yeah I remember they used to, used to get you like Slime Time Live started. And it's like, Yakety Yak's on. And you're like, Yakety what the yak. fuck is this? <laughs> but what? Cat Scratch is on this list. Get the premise up for that. I, <laughs> I think that was, that was back in the archives too when we mentioned that in the podcast a couple weeks ago. Are you getting the premise up? I'm not going to be able to keep a straight up. face during this. All right. The series revolves around a trio of anthropomorphic. <laughs> Feline brothers. After their wealthy owner Edra Edna Cramdilly died, she left her riches to them, along with a menacing, oversized monster truck named Gear and a dignified butler named Hovis. The program commonly chronicles their wealthy lifestyles and action-packed, sometimes paranormal experiences. Other characters include the sweet young neighbor girl Kimberly, with whom Scottish cat Gordon is obsessed. And the cats' competitive rivals, the Chumpy Chup brothers. So you get Gordon, Mr. Blick, and Waffle. I see that. Waffle? 
Imagine trying to be like a nine-year-old and seeing the word anthropomorphic in the description of the show you're about to watch. The, the, the first sentence is the funniest <laughs> one I think. The series revolves around a trio of anthropomorphic feline brothers. <laughs> anthropomorphic. Like I said, imagine being like a nine-year-old and... Someone went on Wikipedia to write this. <laughs> Remember um, Ray, my, Ray, my professor? Yeah. Like, I used to look on that all the time before I would choose my classes in college. And the one that, like, I got, like, stuck, I had to get into this class just because it was in my time frame that I had to get it for this this time. And then they, it was one of those ones where the professor was unannounced when you scheduled it. So mm. you just rolled the dice on that one. So you didn't know who So when was. you got the name, the first time I did was when I, rolled, first time I, did was I went on radio, my professor. Mm. She often dresses like a colonial man. <laughs> And boy, was that not the most accurate thing that was ever written on. She often did. We had the same professor. I forget, yeah, I forgot Different about times, that. but yeah. Remember the one time I, I slept through cl- my, my class? I was before you. Mm-hmm. And I saw, and I, I ran to, to your class with you. And I'm like, can I just like sit in this class just because I, I missed it? Like, you just not count this as an absent for me? And she did? I think she, she liked that. She saw that, like, you actually cared. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was probably used to seeing a lot of kids not caring. Completely off topic, but last thing I was saying, I remember doing our, um, it was Musea's class, and I remember doing, we had a, she gave us a utopia out of a hat, mm-hmm. and I got fucking Levittown. So we had to do this whole presentation on Levittown, so I'm, I did a lot of, like, research, and I, I'm, I did, I went above me, and I, like, put, like, articles in, like, coffee and make them look authentic and I stuff like that. that. Yeah. And, I'm presenting, and the only thing I can focus on is this: the the girl we were presenting with brought her fucking baby into class, and it's just the professor holding it, holding the baby, and rocking it, rocking it in the back of the class. And I, I just could not keep a straight face the entire time, just, just trying to talk and present, and then just seeing that in the background. Does she listen to this podcast? The your classmate that brought the baby, you think? No, but the professor does. That's good. <laughs> I might want to, she'd be great to have on as a guest. Maybe we'll do her for uh, what's like a big like Oscar movie coming out. We we should have had her on for um, Nightmare Alley, Nomadland, Nomadland, yeah. Tom and Jerry. She, I, I feel like she would respect that lifestyle. <laughs> I would have put a bastard to become a nomad. Yeah. <laughs> now with the whole pandemic and schools closing down, just yeah, quit her job and becoming a nomad. Just that easy. <laughs> are we are we glossing over Hugh Neutron and? The ducks here. You love ducks. This was and this the Jimmy Neutron movie is probably I think my favorite of all the Nickelodeon ones. Well, what's interesting with that was it was a movie first and then it became a show. Right. It was nominated for an Academy Award. Too, there's not the many. There's not many that actually like hit as well as Jimmy Neutron did. Remember back at the barnyard. <laughs> yeah, that didn't land as 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 well as. Other. other like Nickelodeon prize were movies and became shows. I don't think many. I mean, I feel like looking back now, I feel like I the movie was probably almost like an afterthought to the show. I feel like they always intended to do a show, and they were just like, all right, well, why don't we like introduce it with a movie first? Because the the kind show of, came kind of out like a test quickly. run. Like if the movie hits, we'll make a show. If yeah, not. but I also feel like they were probably planning on doing the show all along. But yeah, no, I remember really liking that movie a lot. But I feel like most of the time it was like you had the show on for a few seasons and then you did a movie. I mean, I don't know anyone that was asking for a Wild Thornberry's movie. I think that was more of like the swan song, like, hey, we, we did our run, which mm-hmm. is 
give it the big screen and just call it a day. Yeah. And I can't imagine they did that movie just to get a good song out of Paul Simon. Because that's a pretty good song. <laughs> but to come out of that movie, it's just like... Was it better than the Jimmy Neutron soundtrack? No. Out of Aaron Carter and... I forgot about that. I, I, I think a lot, it was a lot of Aaron Carter, I was, think. Like, we talk about like a swan song. The Rugrats got Bruce Willis to be in Rugrats Going Wild. I mean, you can't think of a better like, swan song than that. Yeah. I remember we went to like a concert and I guess you had the Jimmy Neutron soundtrack with you and dad was freaking out about wanting to hide it and this was in the city I remember you told him you're like who's like gonna want to steal this like <laughs> he was like hiding it under the sea <laughs> Jimmy Neutron like people would have wanted it <laughs> yeah well, are we missing anything I mean I feel like we hit a lot of the so we can do a rundown. I, I guess I, fairly fairly odd parents again. I liked it and it was pretty good, but it was never my favorite. But Surprised I they never it. did a movie. I knew they did a lot of specials, but um, they did like crossovers with Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. But I'm the surprised one... they never did like a straight movie for that. They yeah. did a live action one where like, Drake Bell was playing was played as Timmy. I remember that. Yeah, I the never one saw special it. they did that was like, I think it was called Channel Chasers. That one was really cool. Yeah, and that one was really funny. I mm-hmm. remember. Tim Allen did a voice in like one of their like specials, I think. I mean, and I mean, think of the late Norm Macdonald. He played the voice of the genie in the Fairly Odd Parents, right? I don't know. Even the Fairly Odd Parents, I feel like was like SpongeBob. I mean, didn't Cosmo and Wanda had like a baby? I think in later seasons, Cosmo had the Cosmo baby. Cosmo had. <laughs> yeah, try to explain that to your kids. I mean, it was their <laughs> baby. I think. Cosmo. I mean, they were they were. Beyond their beyond their years, they were in full twenty twenty one, but anyone could do anything now. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. There's no genders in the Philly parents. That's for sure. Right. Who were his friends? AJ and Chester. 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 <laughs> Was the the neg- the crimson chin the the nega chin <laughs> the bronze kneecap. The bronze. <laughs> That's like remember this, the villain in SpongeBob, the dirty bubble. SpongeBob yeah, had we didn't even hit on. The, we didn't even mention the SpongeBob like superhero episode. Yeah, it was funny when the the Cleveland Indians canceled their franchise because of the the word Indians, and they made mm-hmm. themselves the the Guardians. Right. They made their logo. It's like it's like a baseball with like wings as as ears. And my brother sent a group a picture into the group message saying it looks like SpongeBob as the Quickster. <laughs> the quickster let's see what else on your list so i'm, I'm going over something so i'll be hit on chalk zone a little bit but yeah uh one that i was never really familiar with but i think was definitely on a lot uh invader zim mm-hmm. i was never I into that never yeah. cared for invader zim but i know that's an example of like cult following and yeah the fact that it like i mean you can go into like a hot topic right now. I was now, just gonna say and hot topic. It's That's, everywhere. Yeah. Let's see. All, right. All grown up, which just kind of odd. That that one I thought. Not, not that I disliked it, but that, that one was a little odd. I remember talking to you guys, and I was saying how like I remember when like that first episode premiered. It was like a big deal, and then afterward, like I don't ever remember that show ever being on. And I saw it like it went from like 2003 to like 2008, yeah. but. I don't think it had too many seasons, but I don't ever like remember turning Nickelodeon on and being like all grown up is on TV. 
Oh, let's see. I, yeah, my life as a teenage robot. I, I remember liking that one, but it was kind of weird. Yeah. But I liked it. That's one major one, and we hit on Danny Phantom. Uh, I, I never got into Avatar, and I know that's had a big resurgence lately. I've never people, seen it. I've never seen a minute of it. People love that show. I never got into Even it. Even to this day, yeah. Yeah. I think it came out on like Prime and well, Netflix. I think now it's on Netflix, so I think yeah. a lot of people are seeing it now, especially with the quarantine. I think it is genuinely supposed to be like a good yeah. cartoon. Yeah, I've never, like, I've, I've just never watched it. Watched it. Yeah, I kind of put them in the mold of like Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. and I guess maybe Pokemon. I mean, yeah, I guess it's like an American. Is it an American cartoon? Like I feel like is it, it is, Japanese? But it's like Japanese. I, I think it's American, but. It's like in that style I guess in or that, something. Yeah. yeah. Cat Scratch, the Planet. X, the X's, El Tigre, the Adventures of Manny Rivera. I remember El Tigre. I was never into it. Yeah, yeah this I is remember. definitely when like went off the rails. Yeah. Attack and the Power of Juju. Nope. Wasn't that a video game? I think. I so. think so. Yeah. Back at the Barnyard, the Mighty Bee. Dave's favorite. The Penguins Back at of the Barnyard. The Penguins of Madagascar, which I actually remember that being pretty funny. Okay. I would watch that one here and there. Fanboy and Chum Chum. Planet Sheen. Yeah, it's it's just starting to kind of go. Do we pass Mr. Meaty? That's not on here, but holy shit. <laughs> that should have scared the crap out of me. That should look like what your jeans would look like if they never render properly. This show, show was Nightmare Fuel. <laughs> There's a beer called Nightmare Fuel from Broken Goblet, and it's just a, just like gritty on the on the can, but the eyes are actually googly eyes. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Are we we? Anytime we get a reaction to that, we have to read the plot of the show. Mr. Meaty centers on a pair of teenage boys working at a fast food restaurant established in the fictional. Sconchborough Mall. The nerdy, gluttonous, awkward Parker Dinkelman and the charming, popular, but uncaring and self-centered Josh Redgrove. The boys are often placed in bizarre, supernatural, or grotesque situations. (laughs) They are also seen dealing with common teenage situations, such as dating and peer pressure. Which one has the pink eye? I think it was Josh. Uh, Maybe Josh. This show was weird. Recurring <laughs> characters include Doug, Sconchborough Mall's beefy mall cop with a macho attitude. <laughs> Edward R. Carney, <laughs> Mr. Meaty's 109-year-old founder and CEO who was previously cryogenically frozen, and Mr. Wink, the cold-hearted manager of Mr. Meaty. <laughs> beefy mall cock. <laughs> who... Like, cryogenically frozen 109-year-old owner. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Me. How can you afford to do that if you're an owner of a fast food chain? I, You know what? I shouldn't even have read the premise. Like, let's just look at the characters for a second. I'm just going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> Like a syphilis. Look at this, <laughs> dude. These guys should be the poster images of um STDs. 
This Mr. is probably Mr. The... Meaty Tapeworm episode. Like, don't do drugs, kids. The D.A.R.E. program should be at using these guys. I remember you watching this every so often, John, and just like... Yeah, I mean, it, it like scared me for a while. Yeah. What would Dad's reaction be to this show? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they categorize that if it's not a cartoon. I... Yeah. They, I always, they, they all look just disgusting. <laughs> I always thought it was weird. Like, I feel like in the late 2000s, like early 2010s, I feel like like they were making a lot of like these DreamWorks Nickelodeon like cartoons. Yeah, that's like, like I I stopped reading the list, but like I guess at one point they did a show for Kung Fu Panda. They did mm-hmm. like a Monsters versus Aliens. And, yeah, which now I think a lot of DreamWorks like shows like it goes to like streaming. Like mm-hmm. I think Netflix has some. Yeah, I think Peacock has some. There's like a How to Train Your Dragon show or something. Yeah, there's an Internet Archive website that has the first 14 episodes for free to watch. So what else? How do we want to close this, guys? Like, what? Is there anything else on the list? Let me see if there's anything I didn't hit on that we probably should have. Yeah, as Matt was saying, they really got into doing a lot of uh, DreamWorks. I think that's probably started with the Penguins of Madagascar. And, I mean, this is now we're into, like, 2012, 2013. None of these shows I'm familiar with. Looks like they do uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But, yeah, they, they the Rugrats reboot. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think there's... I, I, we can't really talk about the, the more modern-day stuff. No, yeah. I, I definitely don't feel... Like I said, I think after, like, 2004, it really didn't keep up. You're right. And I, I maybe it's our age. Maybe we just grew up in the right time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I can't imagine being nine years old and being like, oh, I, I, I haven't watched Nickelodeon. I do remember that I kept some um, with Nickel, like I kept up with like Drake and Josh and like stuff like that. And you know what I think is a big part of all this too, is that we didn't have social media mm-hmm. back when this stuff was like live and air live on the air. So I, I think kids nail are more focused on the social media and TikTok and all that kind of stuff and not really paying as much attention to uh, cable TV and to that yeah. that kind of programming. Like, I mean, I feel like kids really don't have cable TV anymore. A lot of kids growing up. Right. That's the th- I mean, if you wanted to watch like the latest episode of this cartoon, like you had to watch it when it, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever its when prime it, time slot was. Yeah. I'm just so grateful for the internet, though, so now we, we can watch Mr. Meaty. Whenever we want. It's on an archive on there. Full, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Meaty. Yeah, that was like the dark. Like, that was like around with like Cat Scratch. That was like, was that? I feel like it was like 2007, 2008, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. even 2006. Alright, after this, we gotta get that theme song up on YouTube. <laughs> Which one? Mr. Meaty. Okay. I don't even uh, think it's like 30 seconds. Yeah. So th- I guess just to close out, do you guys think that Nickelodeon is a more successful, more, I guess, premium network in terms of content? Compared to, like, Disney Channel and, and Cartoon, Cartoon Network? Network, yeah. 
I think of of the three, it's definitely my favorite. Like looking back as like a kid, I think it's definitely my favorite of those. Nickelodeon, I think, had the best like sh- cartoons for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, like I don't think I can have the conversations about like Disney cartoons or Cartoon Network mm-hmm. that you know we could we just had. Right. I, I think you can go back and forth with Disney and Nickelodeon with the live action shows that they had. Yeah. I think they both were exceptional mm-hmm. in their own right, but I guess. I think Nickelodeon takes the, the gold for at least cartoons. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Life with Derek puts Disney at spot above. Naturally, Sadie. Corey in the house. Just rattle off Disney shows now. Yeah. Kittens on a cloud. <laughs> but I had fun doing this episode. I'm glad we were able to do it. Like, I mean, this one's yeah, been I mean, at least like. Six months in the making. The only thing I regret is that we categorize it as a, as a, a filibuster episode just because there's mm-hmm. nothing out. Because and this is definitely something that I wanted to talk about for a while. And honestly, we could do maybe three episodes just on this if you really want to do a deep dive. And You could honestly like do a whole episode on SpongeBob. I think you could do a whole episode on Rugrats. Oh, yeah. Like some of these. And know what I was going to say? If we missed any Nicktoons or anything that you guys wanted us to kind of talk about, like... When we advertise for this episode, leave a comment and just let us know, and we'll look up, look it up. Yeah, maybe we'll do a a yearly Nick Nicktoons mm-hmm. retrospective, like two point and then we'll. Yeah, I think by next year we'll have watched Mr. Meaty in its entirety. So, all oh, like seven episodes. Yeah. <laughs> we already ordered uh, for the company the Cousin Skeeter Blu-ray combo pack, right? The entire <laughs> series, three D Blu-ray, right? Scratch and sniff cards. <laughs> I I highly doubt that's on Paramount. I bet you. What? I, I doubt Skater. that's on Paramount. You yeah. probably can't watch that anywhere. Yeah, it's archived. Jesus Christ! But no, nah, I mean, like you said, this is something that we've wanted to do for a while. I'm glad we're finally doing it. Mm-hmm. Check out our social media. We're on Instagram mostly. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Should we start a YouTube channel? I think YouTube's kind of fading out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I love YouTube, people. though. I'm, I'm always on YouTube. I'm always on YouTube, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it would just be but, just like our logo and like audio game of us. Our audio. Game. Yeah. And, hey, we're also on Amazon Music, too. It's true. People can forget about that. Yeah. And we're on iHeartRadio. We're a lot of and places. And we're on SoundCloud. Yeah. I'm still, I actually am still waiting to hear back from Pandora. I did put in for that. Eventually. Yeah. I don't think anybody uses Pandora anymore. Run, run uh, Apple and Spotify. They're the two big, big ones. Mm-hmm. Spotify is the big one that we got. Yeah, it's like Joe Rogan. Then we're number two. <laughs> Fingers crossed, we'll get to ones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way he, Joe Rogan keeps acting, he may, maybe. Yeah. Just exceeded smartless. Yeah. Did we really? I think so. What was it? The um, Space Jam two episode that put us over the top. I think, was, I, I think it was Tom and Jerry. Or Birds of Prey. It was probably one of those two. Tom and Jerry. Sounds like a good episode, though, guys. Yeah, yeah, this was good. But with that being said, this has been Proscoder Brews. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. And I'm John. And thanks for listening. Bye-bye. See you later.